I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good evening, everybody. Or... Hello. <laughs> Hello, Moto. <laughs> Nosferatu. Get weird. That's a SpongeBob reference. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm Nosferatu is always just changing, the, clicking the lights on and off. I'm out on, on SpongeBob references. But you do know who Nosferatu is. Anyway, welcome, yeah. to, the, welcome to the podcast. I didn't yeah. have a better intro because there's really not that much that happened. Yeah. It's a boring week, you know? Chilling. We got more self interest than game interest. Yeah. That's true. But this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary. And anything else that might pique our interest. So, there it is. You know? That, those interests will be peaked and covered. Yeah. Or covered in peaks. Huh? Or or peaking. Oh, we're at peaking? The, at the... Tokyo? Peaking Tokyo. Duck? Peaking... Peaking duck? Pecan? Pecan pie? No. No, get away from me. Okay. Now you're just being gross. What's wrong with you? Never had pecan pie. I haven't either, nor uh, do I ever plan to. I try. I've had figgy pudding. I haven't had that. I don't think it's terrible. It sounds something. It, it when it's in a carol from Axiomata, it's disgusting. Fruitcake? Who does that? Also, it's like you know some crazy prepackaged thing. So oh. it's probably awful. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, didn't have really start. You didn't have grandma's figgy pudding, which is yeah, fun. great great grandma's figgy pudding. Figgy pudding is also like the worst euphemism. Yeah, it shouldn't be a food. Anyways, <laughs> which one of us? What we gonna, got? Which one of us is going to steer us back on track? <laughs> what we got? We got new releases. You have new releases. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Matt played me. Uh, I saw it was empty, and I was like, nah, I don't know. Uh, Matt's like, haha, loser. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah. um, uh, the part that he doesn't know is I can tell you that Atomic Heart is out this week for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Like a Dragon Ishin for PlayStation. Looks like a fun game. Yeah. They all are. Not, not like a... I feel like some of the, y- the other Yakuza's are probably better. Yeah. But uh, when I was watching, I watched Ray play the, I think I got through part two of his five part of it. And it's like, yeah, it's very, very Yakuza with all the, the characters, you know, showing up and everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, I know him. <laughs> cool. Uh, Ninja Jajumaro 
the great yokai battle held deluxe edition for the PlayStation and Switch. The lost RPGs of that same title for the PlayStation and Switch. The legendary collection of that same title for PlayStation and Switch. After the fall for PSVR 2. Alter, Altair Breaker? Sounds for the right. PSVR 2. Cities VR Enhanced Edition for the PSVR 2. Cosmonious High for the PSVR 2. Demio for the PSVR 2. Digimon World Next Order for the PC and Switch. Dysynchronia Chronos Alternate for the PSVR 2. Fantavision 22X for the PSVR 2. Gran Turismo 7 PSVR 2 Upgrade. Please, PlayStation, send me a PS2 VR. So I can, or PSVR 2, so I can uh, play that. Horizon Call of the Mountain for the PSVR 2. Intruders Hide and Seek uh, for the Xbox and Switch. Job Simulator for the PSVR 2. Jurassic World Aftermath Collection for the PSVR 2. Kayak VR Mirage for the PSVR 2. If you can't tell the theme of the week, guess what came out? <laughs> Kizuna AI Touch the Beat for the PSVR 2. The Last Clockwinder PSVR 2. The Light Brigade for the PSVR 2. Moss 1 and 2 Remastered. PSVR 2. NFL Pro Era PSVR 2. No Man's Sky PSVR 2. Pavlov VR PSVR 2. Pistol Whip PSVR 2. PSVR 2. PSVR 2. <laughs> Puzzling Places for the PSVR 2. Ragnarok for the PSVR 2. Resident Evil Village for the PSVR 2. Res Infinite for the PSVR 2. Song in the Smoke for the PSVR 2. Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Enhanced Edition for the PSVR 2. Star Tenders Intergalactic Bartending. For the PSVR 2. Synth Riders for the PSVR 2. The Tale of Onogoro for the PSVR 2. Tentacular for the PSVR 2. Tetris Effect for the PSVR 2. Thumper for the PSVR 2. Townsman VR. Unplugged Air Guitar. Vacation Simulator. What the Bat. Zenith The Last City. Zombieland Headshot Fever Reloaded. Ace and Adventures. Oh, sorry. The last ones were on PSVR 2. Ace and Adventures for PC. Blood Boil 3 for PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Chef Life. A Restaurant Simulator. PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Company of Heroes 3 for the PC. Mad Shot Road to Madness for the PC. Marvel's Midnight Suns Venom DLC. Planet Cube Edge for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Sons of the Forest officially in early access for the PC. Kenny texted me about that one today. He's like, when do we start? And I was like, I don't know. How far into early access do we want to jump? I can tell you. We don't want to get burned. So, Well, I'll throw a factoid in now. Ooh, factoids. Uh, sold 2 million copies in the first 24 hours. Wow. Uh, Way of the Hunter, Aurora Shores DLC. Way of the Hunter, we're fine. We're fans of that. Yeah. Clive and Wrench for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Kerbal Space Program 2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe for the Switch. Loot Life Plus for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Octopath Traveler 2 for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Saki World for the PlayStation. Good thing the next one is not on there because the list is already too long because I listed every fucking game that came out for PS4. Yeah, I would, did not think that was the route you would take. I have to be just saying everything's out for PSVR 2, but by the time I came to that conclusion, I was halfway through the list yeah, and I committed. Yeah. Just, if that there's point. one thing I'm not scared of, Matt, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, terrified actually. 
Anyway, I just said a lot of words. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that came out. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to go with the, uh, like, okay, Gran Turismo and Horizon uh, Call of the Mountain. And others. <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. There were a lot of things that were just ports, but there were also yep. a lot of things in that list I had never heard of. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. The GT one is like, I want to, I want to do it. No Man's Sky as well. Yeah. PSVR 2. I don't know if but that was on there. It was. I did say that one. I know. I blended together at a certain point, but the the one I want is I want to play GT in VR. Yeah. Yep. Basically, I just saw just like the, the things that I check out. It was a wash with people being like, man, they'd sell a lot of these PSVR 2s if they had PC support. That's basically every every website and community I I uh, visited said that. So there it is. There it is. There it do be. All right, I'm gonna take number one since you just spoke. I appreciate that. Spoke words for an extended amount of time. Uh, so it's been another week. So we have yet another update on Microsoft's acquisition acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Because why wouldn't we? Yes. Death, taxes, and more stories about Activision Blizzard. The only constants in life. Microsoft and Nintendo have officially, officially, officially signed a binding legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo's platforms for 10 years. If the Microsoft's proposed acquisition goes through. Microsoft has reached a deal with NVIDIA, which will see Xbox games that are also on PC released on NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud service. This will include Activision Blizzard games and Call of Duty if the deal goes through. Microsoft rejected the idea that the company could sell a part of Activision Blizzard, such as the Call of Duty business, to get the deal approved. Also, I saw a really depressing headline about how experts, whatever that means. That's us. Believe that the uh, legal battle over the whole acquisition could take years. That is also us. Yes. We said that a while ago. Also depressing. Yeah. Still depressing. Oh, yeah. The whole thing was depressing. Yeah. Yeah. The world is depressing. Life is depressing. Life is depressing. Life is miserable. It's terrible. If you want a joy, don't come to here. Life is pain, then you die. <laughs> anyway, let's move to number two. Activision staff. I don't think it gets better, actually. Activision staff learned of a December 2022 data breach at the gaming firm this week, but not from their employer. As reported by TechCrunch, the leak was made public when a malware research group, BX Underground, shared the details on Twitter. The site notes that hackers obtain data such as employee names, work email addresses, telephone numbers, and for some, the location of their offices. According to a statement from Activision, neither sensitive employee data, debatable, game code, nor player information was obtained in the hack. California, where the company is headquartered, has a law requiring companies to notify victims of data breaches, but the employee information reportedly taken doesn't count under that law's definition of personal information, just information about a person. Yeah. Oh, it's about your employees? We don't care. Oh, it's about your company? Oh, those motherfuckers. Get them. Squares and rectangles. And fuck those circles. Always. 
I was a yellow square in uh in kindergarten. What does that mean? <laughs> Sorry, you just leave it mystery, at that. Right? Mystery of life. You that the statement just so I'm you were the yellow square in kindergarten. I was a yellow square. A yellow square. Okay. Yes. So there are more than one of you. Yellow square. I people. don't think so, actually. I think there was other squares. Different other colors. objects that were yellow, but not any other yellow squares. Interesting. Keep Everyone was assigned to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Everyone was assigned a shape and a color and you know, that was a thing. I don't I don't remember what it entailed. I don't know. Maybe maybe a random one was chosen to be sacrificed. I don't remember. If you ever need to summon Matt, get a yellow square, place it place it on your door, and I will show up. Or it'll be the reverse of Lamb's blood when he eventually loses it. Yeah, yeah. Just mark your door It'll with a yellow square. Ooh. I won't come eat your firstborn child or however that goes. Or I will. It depends on which way you're. Yeah, we don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> the rules will be up before the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, TV and film production firm Bloomhouse. Is it Bloomhouse? Blum Blum Blumhouse. I'm pretty sure it's Blumhouse. I hate that. I don't know. You can say Bloom if you want, then. Not like we haven't changed pronunciations before. TV. Now I'm going to go with Blumhouse. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's how it sounds. I guess when you read it, that's how it should sound. But TV and film production firm Blumhouse has announced the Blumhouse Games. The new gaming subsidiary will create and publish horror-themed titles across mobile, console, and PC. Blumhouse Games aims to work with indie game developers with title budgets below... Ten million dollars. So there's still a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, that is a good good chunk. We'll see what their first one is. I don't know. Some of these like AAA titles where the, like the budgets have leaked have been pretty absurd. In what way? Absurdly low for a AAA high. title, which explains a lot, or absurdly high where it doesn't make any sense based on the final product. That last one. I believe it though. Yeah. I mean, when we're the majority of the budget probably gets dumped into marketing, and it's like, that's just a waste. Yeah, Please it's, stop. it's reaching the same point where Hollywood got to, which is obvious for the game industry to continue to claw towards Hollywood. We're like, <clears throat> we spent $300 million making this game, and we're all like, we don't care. Yeah. That doesn't, like, well, that you doesn't wasted, mean it's good or bad. Because you wasted I, $250 million of it. Yeah, actually, because if I play this and that's shit, well, you got bad, bad dudes. Number Bad news four, bears. Thunderful has acquired a Germany-based developer studio, Fizbin. Great name. Through its subsidiary, Head Up, for an undisclosed sum. Thunderful, Thunderful published studio Fizbin's 2021 title, Say No More. Remember that one? No. Okay. The developer is also known for its puzzle platform game, My Minute of Islands. I almost said that as minute. <laughs> Minute of Islands. And is currently working on a new action roguelike. I love their studio name. It's good studio one. Fizbin? I mean, the game, the Say No More game was pretty fucking funny as well. The What's idea it? of it. Why do I not remember it? It was in the whole, I think it was in the same time as like the, um, uh, what was the other one? There was another one that was similar. There's Say No More, and then there's one that was like, uh, I think the the Boyfriend Dungeon was around that time as well. 
Okay. It was like a part of like that whole like indie group that came gotcha. out at the same time. But the whole thing was you were you just walked around telling people no. Oh, I mean, yeah. Sign me up. Why didn't I play that? that I guess because I probably do that enough in real life. Yeah. You don't need that training. <laughs> training. <laughs> you don't need that conditioning. Uh, you know what this is? It's like this whole week, all the news is like B stories. Yeah, yeah. There's no A. There's, yeah, there's nothing that's like, ooh. Here's a, juicy, here's a ju- <laughs> juicy topic. You get to listen to Matt and I talk about baseball and F1 later. Hey. Yeah. Uh, number five, esports firm GameSquare has announced it is now working with popular influencer Tyler and Ninja Blevins. Blevins has, take, has taken on the role of chief innovation officer. We'll be working with the company to pursue new opportunities for growth. Part of this will involve leading Ninja Labs, a new internal incubator that will focus on developing new concepts and consumer products for GameSquare that will help the company further build its audience. Ninja Labs will also collaborate with GameSquare partners to help them reach young people. Gotta get them in early. Get them while they're young. Suck them dry their whole life. Get them young. Got them for life. Exactly. Ninja. I'm wondering what he's been up to. Hating women. Mm, classic streamer move. Classic ninja move. Yeah. Yep. I don't really have anything else to say about him. Blue hair. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Multi-million dollar psychopath. Never, never. Never clicked with me. Never clicked with me. And then, like, he seemed to just fall off the face of the earth at some point. But I'm not into the whole streaming scene to begin with, so. Number six. EA Dice is building a new team to support Ridgeline Games and making a single-player Battlefield campaign. EA Dice is one of three EA studios that have now been tasked with establishing the future of EA's shooter series. Dice was to focus on the multiplayer aspect. Ridgeline Games, the new team led by Halo co-creator Marcus Alito in Seattle, is building the single-player campaign. Meanwhile, LA-based Ripple Effect is creating a completely different Battlefield experience. So get ready to be bombarded with Battlefield. Battlefield, Battlefield, Battlefield. We swear we can compete with Call of Duty Battlefield. We can make it work. We promise. We can build it better, stronger. We have the money. Faster. We will piss it down the drain. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Pissing EA. the money away. I get knocked down, but I make a game again. You're <laughs> never going to keep me down. Oh. I launch Battlefield 2049. And yeah. EA's, EA's due good. for a good run of games. You know what their first one's going to be? First good game of this next cycle. Can you predict it? You should know. No. Okay. PGA Tour. I'm still going with Star Wars. PGA Tour come out first? I don't know. I can double check. I I feel like it comes out after Star Wars. But I have a feeling. Ooh. That's a nice gonna be good night. I have a feeling that uh PJ Tour will review higher than Star Wars. Alright. There we go. On paper, write it down, lock it in. I have no strong feelings because I can see it going either way. What I do have strong feelings about is getting blue balled. 
I'm like sick of in, hearing. In what? Oh, it's God. In, in what? What capacity? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if we're being honest, honestly, honest, um, you know, being blue balled in any capacity is not enjoyable. But I was specifically referring to the fact that, first off, Bioware and EA keep saying, oh, Dra- uh, Dragon Age is looking real good. All right. Sick of hearing about it. All right. Give it to me. Good. Or stop telling me it's good. An Xbox and people at Playground keep saying, can't wait to show you Fable. It's looking real good. All right. Fuck. Show it to me then. Don't be all like, it's good. I promise. I don't give a shit. Show me the fucking game. All right. I feel better now. I'm happy for you. Okay. Um... Yeah. It is out before Star Wars. It is supposed to be out March 24th. Without knowing that, I think my point's down. Uh, PGA Tour reviewing higher than Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yep. Based on nothing other than the fact that they can actually be critical of Jedi Survivor. I feel like there was... There's a little bit of maybe like honeymoon period with Fallen Order, like where they couldn't be too critical. Not that they wanted to be, or that there was anything that desperately wrong with it. But I think it was the first. I RPG. think you've hit. I could see that. I could see the. Uh, I could see that being the case because, like, we've gotten so much Star Wars. The 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 bar has changed. Yeah, the bar has changed, and it isn't. It isn't like the the uh, you know it doesn't have the allure and the glamour that it did when there wasn't much of it, and we just had a big IP release that everyone was going uh, you know hoorahing about, which was Hogwarts, which was really a mediocre, mediocre game, but everyone's like, oh my god, the fucking wizards, oh yeah, we're in, we're into the beginning of the the cycle, yeah, because when Resident Evil Four comes out, take a guess what's going to look amazing, yeah, so. Yeah, so Star Wars might just get so I could see it swinging and and Jedi getting reviewed a little bit harder than might be That's what warranted. I mean, like, it'll be it might be harder than warranted, but it also might be closer to correct. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be it'll be a fine tooth comb. Yeah, it also won't help it that Mando's around. Mm-hmm. All right. Ukraine's Ministry of Digital Transformation seeks to remove Atomic Heart from digital storefronts within the country. The department called on countries to throttle distribution of the game due to its toxicity, concerns around user data collection, and the possibility that money spent on the game will ultimately fund Russia's war against Ukraine. The ministry will send a letter calling on Sony, Microsoft, and Valve to ban the Mudfish-developed FPS from their platforms. Um, the only thing I've seen about Atomic Heart, and mm. I'm not looking, I'm not digging, I'm not really interested, is I saw one like headline that said, Atomic Heart competes with Forspoken for worst dialogue. Yes, I have, I have seen uh, comments such that it is very campy comments that it's written by a 12 year old okay. so those are not technically to me the same thing 12 year old is worse than campy 
but camping can be pretty bad. Yeah. So, so um, like, yeah. The, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I was intrigued because like the visuals look good, but that mm-hmm. was about where it stopped for me because I was like, I don't. I'm not a big boss fighting RPG. My boss fighting is in MMOs, not so much. Yeah. I'm just like becoming well, I am jaded and I am like just no, a just pessimistic like, oh, piece be, of sheet becoming. <laughs> I just feel like every game now I'm like, well, it's gonna be fucking terrible. Like <laughs> there there is a bit of uh, definitely a bit of that, especially with us. Of uh, either it's gonna be terrible or you know, it's missing XYZ yeah. or like why are like do we talk about the uh let's see here. It is okay, it's coming up in literally two stories and I'll mention it then. Um but like looking into some of the stuff from the state of play and I'm like What what are you guys even doing? I'm so jaded now that I didn't even give a sh- I didn't even watch or look at anything on the state of play. You, you I was know like, how you know how bad it was? Like from a me hearing about a perspective. I'm mm-hmm. trying to put my feet up and hope that I don't lose volume on the mic. Um <laughs> me lose volume. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not possible. It has happened sometimes because I I'll back up too much to compensate. But the uh <laughs> what are we talking about? Um I only saw like a couple images from the state of play. Mm-hmm. Not counting like the P- any PSVR two parts of it. Yeah. Um because even that I didn't really see much of other than the one GT trailer before the event happened. And then I saw a specific screenshot from the uh, Suicide Squad stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. No, I didn't even see all the people I follow. No one's talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. well, then. Well, and we'll I follow pretty PlayStation-y people. Yeah, same. I think we'll get into it. Um, there's a few. But it just, I just, it just ties into with us being like pessimistic and whatever when we come to look at things and they're going, if... It's one thing for us to not be excited about something, but seeing a bunch of Harry Potter, seeing a bunch of other people being like pumped about it and not it being always in our mentions. And it's another thing where we're going pessimistic and then we're going, well, wait, what even exists? Yeah. Yeah. It's also interesting, the idea that a game would fund Russia's war. While possible, it's just like, it's a weird dystopian Mm -hmm. thing. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, download this mobile game and contribute to the war effort, kids. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we are living in a weird fucking times. Like, can you imagine if Candy Crush, the budget and amount of money that goes into Candy Crush, percentage-wise, went into the U.S. military? Well, like, all right, so in during World War II, they had the little kids going around that would collect metal. And they had, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. The tin drives and Scrap stuff. kids. And- yeah. All right, so the modern version of that is the they come out with a mobile game and they're like, "Hey, support the war effort." Support the war effort, and they make a way for hacking to happen at a child level of like just matching blocks. Yeah, and they essentially make a child army with their. Parents oh, so phones. we're in a, we're Ender's game right now, or a little in, bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just not as complicated, much simpler. Yeah, because instead of having one kid solving a gigantic puzzle playing a war game, <laughs> we have. Uh, a million, million kids. kids solving simple puzzles that then make the one big puzzle. Uh, you know what's scary is that's like, it's it sounds plausible. Yeah, it's lo- it's load balancing and distributed workflow. Yeah, across. Oh, I don't need one smart kid. I need ten thousand average kids. Yeah, 
Don't give me the savant. I'll just spread the work on. Yeah. Oh, fucked up. I love it. <laughs> Such dumb cuts. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Warner Brothers Discovery financial results and how it held some interesting tidbits. Hogwarts Legacy has sold more than 12 million copies worldwide in its first two weeks and made $850 million so far. I think it's safe to say we're going to get another another game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And anybody that's confused, you've, I'm sure, seen the the commentary around the game. To an extent. Not, yeah. like, about the game, but about a certain author's, oh, a certain yeah. author's involvement and a bunch of people saying... Yeah. Uh, don't buy the game. Don't buy the game. It supports her. You know, Harry Potter's dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, a bunch of that. Just, like, jargon. I get it. But when, if you are one of those people and then look at these numbers and you go, how is that possible? There are two, two to three things you need to understand. If you haven't seen anybody just saying that they're going to buy it, you're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me you're not in a bubble, but you are because you're at, this will expand on what I'm about to say. You can see X amount of people complain. There are, for every person you heard complain, roughly 1,000 people that just went, huh, Harry Potter game? I'm in. Walked in the store, new game, it was a Harry Potter title, bought it, didn't think twice, ripped it. Yep. And 1 to 1,000 is a terrible ratio in an argument. It's the same thing that happens with Call of Duty every year. Same thing that happens with Pokemon. Same thing that happens with any, like, FIFA, Madden, annual releases. Yep. So many people are going to complain. It's just the same game. It's just whatever. And it's like, yeah, a lot of times you're not going to be wrong about certain features. But also, number go up, me pay for number, we go woo. Like, there's no no thought process. It's just the new Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. So, just, just a heads up. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslov Revealed Mortal Kombat 12 is coming this year. Not sure if that was on purpose, since it was never talked about before. Uh, and then, randomly, Ed Boon tweeted something about, did you guys see the thing about Injustice 3? And there was just nothing, so I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> what that's going to mean. So just a heads up about a potential Injustice 3. Uh, we struck a deal with Embracer to make, quote, multiple Lord of the Rings movies, end quote. These movies and this deal are unrelated to the Lord of the Rings, the War of the Roar... Rohirrim. Rohirrim. Thank you. I, I wanted to throw another R in there. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, the War of the Rohirrim, an anime pre... Anime. <sighs> Prequel due to come out in April of 2024 and is part of the same canon as the Peter Jackson movies. Lord, yeah, of, the Ring, Lord of the Ring anime. How are you feeling? Um, Honestly, it's probably... It'll probably be better good. quality than the Hobbit anime was. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah. Not, not a low, not a high bar. The um, the idea of it sounds good. It's gonna have uh, Eowyn and Eowyn, Arwen, Eowyn. Which one? Eowyn. Eowyn. Yes, Eowyn. She's the ro the fucking Rohan woman. Gotcha. Blonde girl. Um, narrows it down in that world. Yeah, right. <laughs> Blonde haired, blue eyes. Oh, that's everyone. What are, you, what, are you trying to, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> um, yeah, 
I we're we're about to get bombarded with Lord of the Rings stuff in a couple next decade. It's gonna go the Star Wars problem. Yeah, it's gonna be too much. It's gonna be too like it's gonna be too much, but you're gonna have to make sure to sift out a couple of the shit things. Yeah, like Gollum, just don't look at it. Minds of Moria, look at that. I like Embracer's approach because they bought the rights, and they're just like selling it. Yeah, they're just they're licensing just, it out. Yeah. They're licensing it out, and they're like, "Let you guys deal with the shit. We'll take the profits." Like, yep. They're just like it. I I feel like they bought Lord of the Rings simply to help balance their books for all their big acquisitions. I literally make. can picture them sitting in a boardroom with just IP titles on a wall, mm-hmm. and a couple guys on phones just going. Yeah, no, I mean, we can loan you Lord of the Rings. You just got to pay us a fee for it. Yeah, no, that's fine. And then they just mark down, like, Lord of the Rings has four slots, and they just write in WB. <laughs> All right, there's somebody that currently owns it. What else do you guys want? <laughs> I got these three developers. You can license that. Like, he's just slowly just slinging. Just, and then all the, all there's another wall in that room that just has a green bar and a red bar, except the red bar doesn't show up, and everybody's really confused. And then it shows up for two seconds, and then green ounces it by like, <laughs> plus 1,000. It's like, oh, we're only profitable. That's weird. We spend 300 million. Red bar shows up. We license Lord of the Rings. Red bar goes away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be interesting. That will be interesting. All right. Looks like I got uh, Sony State of Play, which happened Thursday. Here is the recap. I uh, knew there was an extended look at Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. That's what I was talking about. It's Rocksteady. Rocksteady, known to make good games. Yeah. And then I kind of see what they're making. And I wasn't high on the Suicide Squad game anyway from the beginning. Same. I didn't, I didn't know what they were going to really do with the fourth character focus. And then I was kind of hearing about it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm really going to give a shit. Yeah, because I didn't even I didn't care about Gotham Knights, not Rocksteady, but yeah, a similar like four person or four character format and whatever. And I was like, all right, you know what? If they can do it where it's just like you're flipping between characters, a la like the you know GTA Five, mm. and you're still just in this world doing this thing. And, oh, you might need a character to hell even the Guardians game, where it's like yeah, you're all just around and you might need a character like uh Shark fucking boy there i don't remember what his name is he has the ability to like traverse water so you can use him to solve puzzles with that like, I was like okay that could that can make sense like rocksteady has done batman games combat should be fine like it'll be yeah. it'll still be a good game and then i start seeing some of the stuff they're doing and i'm like oh no i don't want to i don't know if i want to even deal with it anymore maybe it'll turn out okay and i'll like get suckered back in but they're like oh yeah well then you upgrade your your gear and then you can go do harder missions or whatever and i'm like why just give me four talent trees or like ability trees for all the characters and let me just do it that way. Don't and you're they were showing uh I don't know if it's boomerang or whoever it is. Uh they're showing him with like the guns and like levels of the guns and it does X amount of damage. It's got all these stats on it, and I'm just like Oh if you were doing this at at a one character level, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But now you're gonna do it across four uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. 
but because again, it's Rocksteady. Rocksteady does good things. Yeah, but everyone's going that but route. Everybody's up. just diving off cliffs like lemmings. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. They just gotta learn the hard way, I guess. I don't know. Death. Uh, Capcom revealed three new Street Fighter 6 characters. Baldur's Gate 3 is launching on August 31st. Can you believe that? Just that sentence for a second. Baldur's Gate 3, I think was at PAX when you were with me? I don't know, man. At this point, I feel like it was around, it was the beginning of Stadia. I feel like it's just been... I don't know. I don't even know. Like they all blend together now too. It's like I was. Is that? Is it? Was it real? Or were we imagining it? Like you know, I don't know. Is this a simulation? We. I don't, I don't remember if it was there when you were there with me. I know it's been at multiple packs now, but it was one of the like tentpole titles of Stadia as it was going through its constant like early access stuff on there and whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, if you have Stadia Plus, you can. You can play the the early access version of Baldur's Gate 3 and all this stuff, and then yada, yada, yada. And it's like, now we're getting to the final release, and Stadia is dead. Yeah. Wild. It's, it is wild. And people seem to be like, I've seen some things about Baldur's Gate 3 where people are, like, hyped for it. Yeah, well, I mean, people love Baldur's Gate. They just, that's just the end of the sentence. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Oh, there's a new Baldur's Gate. Yep, tie me up. Mm. I was like, all right. You love RPGs. I get it. 
Uh, Resident Evil 4 trailer confirms the return of Mercenaries mode. Uh, Bungie reveals Destiny 2 Lightfall launch trailer. I saw, I think I saw part of this. has been coming for two years. I think I saw part of this inadvertently in the Traveler. Remember the Traveler? Yeah. Big ball. That, oh yeah, that was the traveler. I yeah. forget, I always get them and the speaker confused. He fucking it it like lifts off of Earth. Ooh. And I was like, how many goddamn years has it been? That thing's finally fucking moving. <laughs> Anyways, 2015 uh, and an actual lore team would like to know your location. <laughs> uh, so they literally are making that game up as they go along. They, they had, are. They, they are hundred absolutely no plan on what they were. Doing. Oh yeah. And if they did have a plan, someone grabbed the book and fucking threw it out the window. And then they put it, they posted it all online in the form of Gribar cards. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, Sony revealed five games heading to PSVR 2 this year. Uh, Tetris Effect developers revealed a new project called Humanity. That's a like weird transition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we The made, game sounds weird, too. We made Tetris Effect, and it, like... Did some kind of it was a like a cool beat thing and like Tetris and yeah it was just a fun modern way to play Tetris. Our next game is called Humanity and it's <laughs> depression. <laughs> it, it looks weird. I don't. I don't even know. They probably have partnership with Kojima. Uh, Chia is launching on PlayStation Plus Extra Tier this March. Is that Chia like Chia Pet? It's Chia with a T in the front. I don't know if it's like Tachia or something. It's not Chala, right? It's not Tachala. No, it's, it's not Black t- Panther. <laughs> <laughs> it's T C H I A. Yeah, I don't know. Goodbye, Volcano High is coming to PSVR, PS coming to PS Five and PS Four on June fifteenth. Then there was new trailers for Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Well, and, still one of my favorite names. <laughs> and Wayfinder. Naruto and Burrito. Ex Um, yeah, that's it. Next up is uh, quiet, quiet pod, or yeah, quiet podcast, quiet uh, state of play. Oh yeah, it was way under key, and which is disappointing. Well, you know, we'll, we'll revisit it because there's the there's the whole rumor thing section in a, in the second here, and there's a PlayStation mention in there. You so. bet your ass there is. Elden Ring God of War swept. The 2023 Dice Awards, and we're not going to look at the results because I just told you the main things. Um, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rip through real quick and see I if there's lied. anything weird. We're gonna tell you some of the results. Yeah, I'm just gonna see if there's anything weird in All here. All right, can't wait. He's gonna tell me. Give me something weird. Something I haven't heard of. Uh, fighting game of the year. Multiversus. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I believe that. Uh, racing game of the year, Gran Turismo, makes sense. Yep. Um, sports game of the year. Ali Ali World. Two, right? That just says Ali Ali World. Oh, maybe that's the remaster. I don't know. That's interesting. I was gonna. Uh, they weren't fucking kidding. Holy! I was literally everything F1. else. I was gonna guess F one Manager twenty twenty two. Literally everything else went to. They say Elden Ring and God of War swept it, but one, two, three. Is it just God of War? Or just Elden One, Ring. two, three, four, five. No, it might be pretty even. Five is Elden Ring. One, two, 
three, four, five, six. Six is God of War. Yeah, five and six, yeah. But Elden Ring got Game of the Year for them. Okay, there was. Um, Quick little rumor roundup. According to leaked documents, Call of Duty will remain on last-gen consoles till at least 2024. I guess it makes sense for Call of Duty, unfortunately. It would have been nice if they said this is the last year. Yeah. That that I would have accepted. Yeah. I refute your 2024 claim. I, for one, am against it. I think it's... I don't like it, but, you know, they like money, so... I like money. They can just pay me the money. That it would cost them to develop the old version. Sounds good to me. The UK Competition and Markets Authority has made mention of an unknown new Nintendo platform in one of its recent documents. Switch 2. Electric Booga 2. Switch Pro. No, they're not going to call it Pro because it's going to be the... It's not going to be an upgrade. It's going to be an actual new console, I think. Yeah. Uh, and we were, my <laughs> coworker and I were joking about it at work because we were talking, talking about, like, well, what are they going to do for 2? Yeah. Like, are they going to call it the Switch 2? Are they going to call it the Super Nintendo Switch? So it's been one of our jokes. Or the uh, Nintendo it's Super Switch. Is it's awesome. going to be called the Switch U. That's what that's what I joked was the Switch U. Mm-hmm. And then I said, actually, no, screw it. It's going to be called the Switch with two eyes in it. <laughs> Switch. <laughs> that's fucking good. <laughs> Switch Cube. Um, And then finally, Sony is holding up some big announcements for another major showcase that will begin a new phase for the company's current generation console. Yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at. I think that they I think they're holding things back. Yeah. Oh, 100%. For multiple it, reasons. It would be weird to blow your load now and then not have anything in June when you know you basically have yourself covered in re- normal releases until mm-hmm. then. Also, why would you blow your load now knowing that there's a certain large titles coming out before June? Yeah. And then once those have released, you can grab everything by the balls. Yeah, and I think it's That's posturing, a- too, for the, because of the whole, you know... Yeah, you got a peacock. Because, yeah. well... Actually, no, they're not peacocking. It's the reverse peacocking, yeah, which is a weird. Peacocking. Yeah, the old reverse peacock. Nobody expects a reverse peacock. <laughs> That's called tucking it. And <laughs> in, in a reverse peacock, <laughs> I just love it. We're going to come up with company playbook names. Oh, they're doing the reverse peacock. And it's where they hide everything with it while they constantly complain about Microsoft buying a bunch of things. Because yep. they can't come out and say it. Because the, the joke, this goes back to what I was talking about at work with him. We were talking about the Activision thing and the Microsoft, yep. and I was like, they're the worst losers in the world. They don't know like how to... And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. And and he's a Sony fanboy through and through, but like he's like, yeah, it'll, you know, it makes sense or whatever. And then we're discussing it, and I was like, what they should do is they should buy EA. But there is no way in hell they can currently buy EA with all of the exclusive EA titles they have and then go... No, you guys can't have Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do those two things in the same breath. Oh, Jesus. Idiots. You idiot. <laughs> you idiot. Get out of my laboratory. Speaking of things in my laboratory, questionable things that are, did not have full paragraphs. Like number one, Ubisoft has confirmed that it will be returning to E3. 
in the same sentence, Nintendo has confirmed that it won't be a part of E3. Yep. So if, again, back to what we've discussed and rumors knew about before anyway, Nintendo's not going to be a part of E3, Microsoft's not a part of E3, and Sony's not a part of E3. Mm -hmm. Whether they do events E3 adjacent, different discussion, but they're not a part of E3 proper. Ubisoft being a part of E3, the most no-shit scenario you could have had. I could have called that so easily. Uh, you know who else will probably... Or actually, no. You know who won't have... I was going to say EA. But EA does EA play, so they're on yep, their own. They're out. But Ubisoft needing it? 100%. Ubisoft's like, we're going to be the biggest thing there. They're, you're the only thing there. <laughs> you're the biggest and the smallest. It's the weirdest <laughs> scenario. Elden Ring sold 20 million copies worldwide. It's crazy. It's a lot of copies. That's a lot of copies. For El- for Elden Ring specifically, like yeah. I don't even think Dark Souls crossed 20 this fast. Any of them. I don't think Sekiro crossed 20 that fast. No, I don't think so. Rovio has announced that the re-release of the original Angry Birds will be delisted on Android and renamed on iOS due to the game's impact on our wider games portfolio. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that, uh, so, the re-release of the original Angry Birds is a 99-cent game, and that's it. It has no microtransactions. Oh, so it's too accessible. Bingo. And it's not enough of a whale cash cow. Bingo. They don't like to harpoon their whales. Yeah. Instead, this is sprinkling the equivalent of sprinkling sprinkling flakes on top of the fish tank in the office. Yeah, they're they're like, no, we blame Dolphy, and <laughs> we <laughs> I put the curse on the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to watch more of that. Sh- more clips of it at least. Uh, number four, Tango GamesWorks founder and CEO Shinji Mikami is leaving the Evil Within studio. They've lost a lot of people. They lost what's her name right before Ghostwire Tokyo came out. Now this person's leaving, and like, what's going on? What's up over there? Yeah, yeah. Death Loop has hit five million players. So random. What does that mean, though? Like concurrently, or just that's not sales. It doesn't say sales. So what does that mean? I don't know either. They almost made it sound like it was concurrent, but that's a lot of that's fucking a lot people. of people who are playing Deathloop. Yeah, that's what I said. Because like, that would be 2.5 million concurrent game sessions. I was like, this at is minimum. Because you can only have one character and one character. I mean, no, no matter what, like it's whatever weird. the circumstances is, that still seems really high for Deathloop. No Man's Sky has gotten another update. This one called Fractal. Another and it's a full on No Man's Sky update, like another. So another what did one. they what did they add to this? What's like the um? What's what the, the hell was it? Oh, fuck, I can't remember what what the catch was now. Blow up whole planets. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember reading the like what what the update was and being like, this is like a a full like one of their normal full updates ridiculous yeah what a turnaround that game had seven years no. at this point i want them to stop like go make something else someone's, you you have re- you you've repented like we get it <laughs> call it like someone's planet or something yeah 
<laughs> the sequel to No Man's Sky. Someone's No planet. Man's Sky. Someone's land. <laughs> the ocean's waters. Yeah. Huh? Who cares? Uh, number eight, Box sixty four can now run the full Steam Linux client on ARM hardware. In case you're into that whole scene, and I can tell you for a fact, all of our listeners just went. What the fuck, the fuck did you up? just say? <laughs> uh, it's neat though. I was I read it. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool, but it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Forza Horizon Five Rally expansion is out in March and adds a new region, career, and more. So you want to rally in a game that was already doing rally? Rally, 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 rally. Number 10, Forspoken Concept writer Gary Witta said that Square Enix completely rebooted the story from his pitch, keeping only the name of the world. So why'd you hire Gary? Yeah, good luck. Number 11, Sons of the Forest had over 250,000 concurrent players on Steam on its launch day, making it the platform's third most played game all at the time, ahead of Hogwarts Legacy. Impressive. That's Yeah, I was going to say, that's pr- actually pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. And it's early access. Yeah, not even full release. Yeah. Wild. Good for them, though. Yeah, for sure. Deserve it. I still think the forest didn't get enough love. I I agree, but then I don't agree, because... It didn't get enough love, but it was hard to love without... With, like, the wrong group, or no group at all. I would say it didn't get a lot of attention when it came out, but... Dying Light problem. Yeah, but it clearly had it clearly burned for a long time because if there's if Sons of the Forest got this much attention right off the bat, then people picked up on the forest at some point. Yeah. And number twelve, Valve mm. has announced that it's permanently banned over forty thousand Dota two accounts for cheating. So, did you uh, did you read about it. how that happened? Nope. I actually loved it. I did not. Um, they learned of an exploit, and what they decided to do was uh, uh, the exploit was like, I think it was a piece of software that ran that essentially accessed data in the game that you shouldn't normally be able to access. Right. So what Valve did was during an update, they inserted data into the game that a player wouldn't, wouldn't normally be able to access while the game was running, but the exploit would. And then it went through and like, anytime it was accessed, just, yeah, it, it banned all those people. It it, banned, it it gathered all those people up over the course of the, like a couple the, days. Took them out to the pasture. And then banned them all in a single day. <laughs> I like it. I was like, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, oh, that's cute. It's, a, it's basically a sting operation. Yeah. It's exactly, exactly what it was. Oh, it looks like they're doing drugs over there. Let's set up a deal. Yeah. And all of you are now arrested. All right. Yeah. I, it was good. Anyway, yeah, so uh, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Not falling out of my chair, I swear. (laughs) Um, Work's been nuts this week, which sucks. Um, Playing a little Hogwarts still. Doing the Hogwarts wizarding. Got another Unforgivable Curse. Imperio. Does every now and then when you cast one, do you just hear the Waffle Fries guy? It's unforgivable. (laughs) Unforgivable. (laughs) What's nice, though, is like... The unforgivable curses are really dramatic when you cast them. There's a whole wind up and it gives you the whole like cinematic angle, but it does it like quick enough to where it's not annoying. So like you feel kind of cool when you do it. 
Okay. Um, but it's it's you know, it's whatevs. Um, what else? Uh, watching The Last of Us is still. It, is the Dewey thing true though? Where what? like if you cast an unforgivable, people are just kind of looking at you like, oh, whatever, man. Yes. Like there's no reaction to you. Yes. Murdering. Yep. It's very much like. Yeah, I mean, it is a ve- it is a solid mediocre game. Like it is, it is the definition of mediocre game where it's just like there's nothing spectacular about it, but like all the ingredients are there. Like it's one of those games where you play it and then you like we're like, wow, if they did these things, it would have been a million times gotcha. better. You yeah. know, it like makes you you, you can just see the immediate thing where you're like, ah, yeah, you were yeah. so close, like. <laughs> We were this close to perfection. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's cool. Still watching The Last of Us. Still watching the old animes. Um. It's kind of like low key following Formula One testing. Not really going nuts with it yet. Starting to pick up on the hype from baseball season starting. I got to start listening to the uh, John Boy. Teams and players. The old TPP. Yep. You gonna listen to the PPPs too? Um, I might hit the ones that are I'm not familiar with. These uh these abbreviations just for anybody not not fully into the baseball scene as as ourselves. TPP is a team profile and projection for the upcoming season. PPP, well, <laughs> you guessed it, player profile and projection. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely do the teams ones, and I'll probably do some of the player ones, the ones that are like new um, guys, yeah, new, and the ones that I'm like who might have been. I'll probably end up listening to all of them because that covers the entire fucking team, either new people or people who are coming off wonky seasons or people who were injured. That covers the entire Yankees team. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. There'll be like two he doesn't listen to. Yeah, yeah, and I'll probably listen to them because it'll be like Judge, where I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're gonna say since he's not, he signed his contract. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, <laughs> uh, Gary Cole. Oh, I wonder what they're gonna say about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Testing's wild. It's not. It's like just. It's. You can't take anything from it, but it's still fun to get hyped up. Yeah, like, it's just because it's also fun because they do testing, and then a week later we're racing. Yep. Um. And there's I, limits on. There's a lot more limits on testing now. It's evil, but I love that Lance Troll is like got injured. I don't know if you heard about. I that. I did. Yeah. yeah. I I have a a tinfoil hat theory oh. that it's all a ploy because they. My tinfoil hat theory is that they have a good car this year, and they're Lance trying to sucks in it. Yes, and they're trying <laughs> to figure out a way to for him to. To get him off the team, but save face because he's obviously the owner's son. Yeah. So this is their way. Interesting. Yeah. Man, that is tinfoil hat. I love it though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. That's pretty good though. I do like that. Good story. Uh, that that's is, it. No. Fucking hysterical. That's yeah. True. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean the there's the limits on testing too this year. Like mm-hmm. testing changed, so there's only three days instead of six days. They can't yeah. run for 24 hours. And yada yada. You know, there's yeah all the all the limits the. Uh, financial or the cheating implications from the financials, and they blah, definitely blah, blah. seem to be more. I mean, it makes sense because the regulations really haven't changed too much, but the cars seem way more locked in this year. 
Yeah. There's like way less reliability. Issues. Well, it's, it's also the the joke of what I said going into last year. I think what you said, what everybody said. It's the first time they're getting a truly new car that they mm-hmm. have in in a long time, like yeah. for whatever it was, eight years or something like that. And the first year is going to be whoever can figure it out the quickest is just going to win. It's not going to yeah. be a it doesn't matter at that point. Year two and on when everybody gets a full year's worth of data and time to really sit with everything and go, oh, if I, oh, okay. And now it's going to get to like the, yeah. this might be a lot more fun from an engineering perspective. Mm-hmm. Pending somebody like Ferrari doesn't just shoot themselves in the foot every race. What I'm just remembering now that we're talking about it is there um, a, a couple of um, Mercedes, I think it was, a couple of Mercedes top engineers, I believe, went to Aston Martin. And then um, the weird, the like, there, there's some weird shit going on. Like the rear wing designs are, are different, and they do they have like some weird shit going on with like some like bulbous thing where the where the center support is. It's I don't know. There's yeah, it's just it's awesomely weird. I love it. I always yeah. love just weird. Like oh, what do they? What do we think they did to fix this? Oh, interesting. They ch- okay, all right. Yeah, like porpoising apparently is way better now. Mm-hmm. A uh, little bit because of change regs, and a little bit because they again teams had a full year to go. Okay. Yep. What what did better here? What did better there? What did they do? What did we do? Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, American driver got American driver. That's true. We do have an American driver. Logan Sargent. How American can he get? <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait for him to be terrible. <laughs> Everyone will be like, "This is why they want American drivers." Do you think he suck. races worse than Zhu? I don't think he's bad. Actually, exactly. I don't think... That's what I mean. Like, so define terrible because I don't know. Like, I think. Uh, I mean, it's kind of not fair because everyone what's, what's everyone's terrible their first year. Well, and also, one. what's his name would still potentially be constantly shit. I mean, luckily he's gone now, but yeah. I'm gonna Latifi, right? Yep, Latifi. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Can't get much worse. Yep. That's I don't that's all I got, unless there's something else you want to talk about. What do you got going on? Wow. Yeah, you nailed it. Wow. Well, let me tell you how complicated of a man I am. So many facets, Matt. It's oh, I'm like a, I don't know. That's trying <laughs> to think of, like an onion, layers. When's uh what you have you played anything else this week? No, not this week. No, it's just been that uh, show doesn't come out until sometime in end of March, I think. So I still have like a month before I'm actually playing that a lot. Okay. Uh, I have to double back and look at the calendar for things that I might be missing mm-hmm. or like forgetting that I want to play. Yeah. Um. But I mean, really, that's it. Like. End of also end of March is the PGA Tour game, so it's like PGA Tour. We might and be fighting. April starts the there's Star Wars. Yeah, April Star Wars, and then it, you know it starts picking. There's a lot other things in there too. That's why I have to look at the calendar again. There's a there's a bunch of stuff before June, and then it kind of tapers off into the fall. Uh, so I mean, it's not that's basically it though. But yeah, it's just wow. Uh, and then. This weekend is the beginning of spring training baseball games actually getting played. Mm-hmm. Two got played today. A bunch more are going to get played tomorrow. 
uh, and I always try to tune into whatever I can for those because it's just entertaining to. It's good background fodder because it's yeah. it. The games technically mean nothing, but they're fun to watch if you're looking at certain prospects that might be playing or mm-hmm. you know just trying to see. Like for me, from a fantasy perspective, I'm trying to see certain things out of certain people. Like I want to see good arm strength out of certain pitchers. I want to see good exit velos out of other things. You know, there's there's certain things I want to see out of certain players. So it's just like yeah, it's just a fun time, and it's it's the uh, optimism is never higher than the spring. Yeah. So everybody is. There's no wins. There's no losses. You coming in with just nothing but hopes. Wondering how how much the pitch clock's gonna mess with exactly, and I I want to see all the new rules and because the everything got thrown in. There wasn't a gradual walk in. It's there like wasn't, and I think the bases, the base size thing, I think it's gonna be like the dark horse. I think it's gonna make a way bigger difference than people think. I don't think the base size thing is gonna make a, as big of a difference. I think, I think we were to rank things in 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 order. I have base size as being the third most important. Okay, or actually no, the fourth. Okay, what else you got? I have the shift above base size. Yeah. Because that is now banned. Yeah. Well, a version of it is banned. Mm-hmm. There is a way to still do it, but it's... <laughs> um, The other option uh, is the pitch clock. Mm-hmm. Then the other, other option is the balk rules. Oh, yeah. You can only throw over twice. If you throw over again, you have to get him. Otherwise, it's a base. See, that's a, that's the thing, though. It's like some of these things play into each other, like the balk roll and the base size thing. I think play into each other a big, yeah. a good amount. They do, but also with the base size thing, is not just the stolen bases, but three inches on a base also means that the ball arrives at the base much faster. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's like it might end up kind of balancing itself mm-hmm. out a little bit. Uh, and it is just that much faster. Like, hmm. it's three inches. Yeah. R- really, I think the biggest three-inch thing. Whoa, that knocks you moron. The biggest three-inch, like ramification, is actually that it's potentially going to be safer for players mm. because it gives them a wider base. So, like, they're not potentially stepping on each other's ankles, like the running down to first one that you see happen yeah. quite a bit. So. That might be the actual best change of it, not just the the stolen base part of it. But yeah, should be an interesting, interesting season. It's definitely gonna be an interesting season. Yeah, hitters getting called on strikes for not getting into the box. Pitchers getting called for balls because they didn't throw it. People getting pissed at umpires. People just wanting to fist fight <laughs> umpires the entire season. Yep, It'll be a great time. What happens if you fuck up the shift? Like, what's the like? What? How do you? I don't remember what the penalty is. It might just be considered a balk where runners just advance a base, depending on the like the scenario. Like, mm-hmm. there also might just be the thing where the umpire just calls time and goes, "You can't do that." Yeah. So it all it all depends. Did you see the whole thing about Joe West editing his Wikipedia page? I'm not surprised. Joe West is insane. Okay. <laughs> It was. I think I might have had it like two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean Joe West is Joe West though. He was like changing his Wikipedia page and like a Reddit classic Reddit user with too much time on their hands. Fucking put all the pins together and was like, "This motherfucker's Joe West." And then he went on Reddit and basically was like, "Yeah, I did it, bro." <laughs> like <laughs> he's like, "I did it." I don't. He's like, "I don't want people lying about me." Uh, 
That's funny. It's just like, oh. And then you get the classic person being like, man, I thought this was a shit post. <laughs> it's fucking real. Yeah, it's actually Joe. It's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, we get Bahrain next week, so that'll be fun. Just watching LCS otherwise. League, MDI is officially started, so that's my, my true flavor of the weekend. Give me that wow dungeon content. But yeah. That's me. That's my life. There it is. One quarter mile at a time. <laughs> family. It's all about family, Dom. All right. Anyway, we'll see you guys in seven days. And until then, toodaloo. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.